This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another week here at Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara and I am the host of this space where... I want you to just get comfortable, no matter what you're doing, whether you're cleaning, doing the bills, cooking, driving, pay attention to the road. But if you're having me accompany you while you drive, it is my honor and pleasure to do so. And we're going to be talking about some Hallmark movies in this episode, specifically a Hallmark movies and mystery movie, Guiding Emily. I'm very excited to talk with you about that. And I know it's been forever and a day since I've done a podcast episode, but I want to tell you, so I did do reviews of A Safari Romance and Napa Ever After on YouTube. So if you are looking for my thoughts on A Safari Romance and Napa Ever After, you'll find it on YouTube. And so I want to, I'm going to do a speed review of Love in the Great Smoky Mountains, a national park romance. Um, I did watch this live as it aired on Saturday, last Saturday. Um, Not the Saturday that just passed, but the previous Saturday. And I was extremely excited, right? I have not been enjoying the national park series. I'm not going for it. I have not been enjoying the National Park series. Um, Love and Glacier National. Oof. I can't even go back. So I was excited for one reason and one reason only. And her name is Ariel Kebble. That woman is a beast of an actress when it comes to the Hallmark universe. A bride for Christmas. A brush with love. She puts it down and lays it down. She's had phenomenal male leads to play opposite of which has been amazing she was with i think his name is nick bateman in a brush with love um who's that dude is just unreal can we pause and park here for a second that dude is of greco-roman stature like i don't understand what type of marble god outfitted him from but it's like that dude just is just like what okay we're back and put your foot on the gas so you know andrew cousin andrew bride for christmas brush with love and so i was excited to see her again i said if anybody can save this national park franchise it is ariel right and so i'm watching it and it gave me diet enemies to lovers the energy felt very natural you know, just kind of the the vibe she was giving. So I was excited. And the first 15, the first 20 minutes, yeah, I would say up until that first sneak peek. Because, you know, after the first 20 minutes, when you watch a movie live on a Saturday, they give you a sneak peek of the following movie instead of a full commercial break. And then you go back into the movie and then you get your first commercial breakdown. And so... 
up until that first sneak peek and then a little bit after, I was into it. Because I liked the energy between Ariel and the dude. Apparently it's a reunion from one of these supernatural shows that I don't remember. But it was all the rage when Twilight was the thing, you know? And so this is like a reunion between the two of them as human beings. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, they're bringing chemistry or whatever. And I don't know whose dial-up connection wasn't fully connected. And I'm not going to put the blame on my girl, Ariel. (laughs) No, 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 no. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Because she came, she read the memo, and I feel like she showed up. And she's one of those actresses that I feel like I believed her as an archaeologist, even like how she was acting, getting in the dirt, digging. I can believe her as a as an art teacher. I can believe like she commits to the role and I see her in that profession as that role. Like this kind of gritty, grungy, but she can also get dressed up like she can give you both sides of the coin, you know. And so that was fine. But then homie that was our love interest, I just wanted to rip the internet cord out the wall (laughs) and be like, no. So you just hear it go. And then it never connects because I, I don't think the connection actually reached. And I don't, it's so weird because people kept talking about the scenery and I was (laughs) in my head. I was like, what scenery? <laughs> because I I think I was too focused on the performance of the actors that I wasn't even taken in that there was scenery to behold. Because I think there were so many things in the gumbo pot of my mind that were being that was being stirred together that the scenery just didn't have room to be another added ingredient, if that makes sense. And so by the time they got to the end, I was just like, I what? And so unfortunately, that movie went into the bottom of the pile. And it's a shame with an A on the end because I really thought Ariel was going to save it. But alas, here we are again. With another National Park romance. And I'm just here shaking my head. Oh, man. But, you know, there's an audience for them out there somewhere on the internet. You know what I'm saying? And they're just going ru-ha-ha and bru-ha-ha and true-ha-ha. And they're staying true to it, you know? So, go with God, you know? Like, (laughs) I don't know what to say. (laughs) Well, I do. I'm just not going to say it because it ain't nice. Okay. I'm going to move on. Um, so that's Love in the Great Smoky Mountains of America, a national park romance. Our crown rating, that wasn't even a speed review, y'all. But our crown rating for that is going to be a solid two. And it's one star is for Ariel. The other star is for Kebble. <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be done. Um, next, I have some very exciting news for you guys. On October 1st in Atlanta, Georgia, Mahogany is throwing their first event called the Mahogany Moment. And your girl is going to be in attendance. Ah, I'm excited. So 
I'm going to read to you what this event is about. So we're about to go on my awards. We're about to go in my awards show slash radio announcer bag right now. Okay, here we go. Activate. Boom. Sis, get out your calendar and save the date. On Sunday, October 1st, Mahogany is hosting a Mahogany Moment. Transform inspiration into action in Atlanta, Georgia. Taking place at the beautiful Georgia Freight Depot, a Mahogany Moment will be an opportunity for you to take a deep breath, pause from the hectic fullness of life, and immerse yourself fully into your creative side so that you can concretely activate your dreams, hobbies, and passion. Connect, create, cultivate. This is a full day of immersion. Across five hours, you will get to connect, create, and cultivate ideas with Black creatives through different events. Hear from an inspiring keynote speaker in conversation with a moderator at the main stage to start the day. Explore the marketplace where you'll find and engage directly with Atlanta-based creators and entrepreneurs. And check out the workshop sessions with Mahogany Creatives, business owners, partners, and influencers. It's a networking paradise. I would have said bonanza. (laughs) But it's not all business. There will also be dedicated wellness and inspiration spaces where you can rest, rejuvenate, and develop those next steps for your specific dreams as well as several fabulous extras. Enjoy social giveaways throughout the day of top mahogany exclusives. Unwind and recharge at the curated Hallmark Channel space so you can rest up between events. I'm just saying, guess where your girl's going to be. <laughs> Partake in custom libations at the bar. Get your delicious lunch and delightful afternoon snacks throughout the afternoon. And enjoy tiered gift bag offerings chock full of mahogany favorites. If you are anywhere within a 50 mile radius of Atlanta, Georgia, you need to make sure you are in the George Freight Depot building on Sunday, October 1st from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. I'm going to be there representing as a Hallmark fan leader And I could not be any more excited. I'm going to get as much footage as I can while also sopping up this opportunity. Because this is something that is incredibly special for me as a creative. Who's like borderline chaotic. Because I got a lot of trains on the track, you see. We have podcast host, we have author, we have, I separate author and writer, and then there's interior designer and dancer. So there's just a lot going on as it pertains to myself. So I know that this event is like, it has Dara Alston written all over it. And I'm sure I am not the only one because I know that there are other creative individuals out there listening to the sound of my voice saying, dang, sis is right. 
I need to get off my hind parts and get myself to the Georgia Freight Depot. And you want to make sure you do just that. There is a link in the show notes for tickets. I believe early bird tickets are still available. I believe. Don't quote me. But click the link to find out. There is a VIP package on top of, um, as well as a general admissions ticket as well. And so... You guys, along with that, or not along with that, let's just take a break, okay? Let's just woosah, take in that mahogany moment, take in that rapid review of love in the great smoky mountains of America, and let's just, just, just take a break to go to the bathroom, get a beverage, you know, put some popcorn in the microwave, do what you have to do, and when we come back, y'all, you already see, I'm excited, I'm bursting at the seams. To talk with you guys about guiding Emily. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello to you and welcome back to Dear Hallmark. Okay, it is time to talk about the movie of the season, Guiding Emily. I've already, y'all probably already know how I feel just about how, just because of how I introduced it. Because I don't think I can contain myself as I try to contain myself because I want to give you this kind of like smooth jazz radio voice, but... The excitement within me won't let me be regular. Do you hear me? It won't let me try to get my smooth jazz on because it has me too excited. Now, if you have not seen Guiding Emily yet, it premiered this past Friday on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And it starred, I'm about to run it down to you, both main and supporting, minus Connor, because he is the bum of the year. Can I get an amen? Thank you. So we have as lead lady, Sarah Drew, as leading man, (laughs) Mr. Antonio Cooper. (laughs) And then as supporting best man, we have Matty Fanocchio. And then we have the tried and true. We just, you just smile and not even the teethy smile, but that endearing, just like, chicken soup for the soul smile where your cheeks just blush when Peter Benson comes on your screen. Okay. So with an, a star studded cast like that, Peter Benson, Matt Fanocchio, Sarah Drew, Antonio Cupo, what do you expect but greatness? Y'all know I have been shouting from the Hallmark mountaintop about love at the thanksgiving day parade being my favorite movie of life so i was already on team Kupo before the movie even started 
And Sarah Drew, I first saw her in Lifetime's movie last year. I forgot what it was called, but it was by far the best Lifetime Christmas movie I've ever seen. It was perf. It was like perfectly contemporary, if that makes sense. Because I am an old Hallmark soul, so I'm down for like a Christmas and Evergreen type vibe, you know? Small town, flannel shirt, one restaurant, maybe even two if you're that far advanced and industrialized. You know what I'm saying? I'm all down for a small town Christmas. No pun intended. (laughs) But I can appreciate a contemporary Christmas story as well. That's why I normally try. I don't watch a lot of contemporary Christmas movies. Last year I tried to and they just weren't hitting for me. Like Hallmark really is the granddaddy of them all in my opinion. And I feel like now everybody's like if you see everybody and their mama's cousin's neighbor's brother is doing a Christmas movie. You got QVC and HSN doing a Christmas movie. You got the Food Network, who's basically, you might as well just say Guy Fieri. He is the Food Network at this point. It used to be Rachel Ray, but she gave her ladle to Guy Fieri because he won, okay, I'm getting on a tangent, but I'm talking to my friends, so y'all get it. He won season two of the next Food Network star, and I remember, I grew up watching Food Network. I am, I'm a Food Network OG, for real. So, like, I grew up watching Food the next Food Network star and watching these, this competition show of them trying to find the next Food Network personality. When I tell you I didn't know he was going to blow up like this, I had no idea he was going to blow up like this. And then HG, HGTV tried to do the same thing And I think only about two people actually became a personality, like a a mainstay personality on HGTV. That guy, David, who does the lottery homes, like Find Me My Dream House, I Won the Lottery type show. He won HGTV's Next Design Star because I was like, oh, you know, okay, now I'm too far gone. But Food Network is also doing Christmas movies. VH1, BET, um... ABC, DVD, you know me. Like, everybody's doing Christmas movies. But it's something... And they try to capture that Hallmark essence. And I even um, watched a few from Amazon. And Amazon's trying to do the Hallmark formula. But it's, it's missing. And that's why I'm... Like, when it comes to who we bring on the Hallmark roster. They got to have that je ne sais quoi. They got to have that X factor because it's something to a Hallmark movie that, that gives it its charm and its essence that separates it from every other network, like your Hulu, your Netflix, what have you. You know what I mean? So... I just got on my Christmas shoebox really quick. And I said shoebox on purpose. I'm just going to step down and get back to why we're here, which is guiding Emily. So these people in this movie are fantastic. And let me tell you what this movie is about in the best way possible. Emily was just minding her business on a weekend away with her fiance and he's becoming what's the word she likes to climb and 
he's trying to become good at climbing as well to kind of, you know, because he, it, he knows it's something that she likes. And so he's trying to do it more. At least that's how I interpreted it. And so as they're doing a hike, she's giving an alternate route because she doesn't think he can climb the thing. And he says it before she does. He was like, oh, you don't think I can climb that, do you? And so he kind of like Peter pans it up the thing and sleep and slips on a few rocks, which are actually boulders that end up hitting Emily in the head knocking her out or on her eye knocking her out to hitting her head hard on the ground and so she suffers this major major in, uh, injury I'm finna spoil the mess out of this by the way so spoiler alert and she so she thinks it's temporary right and so she's staying at Connor's home and Connor is so focused on his job it's as if Emily is an accessory at this point. Like, she's a cell phone case. Like, she's really... He forgets. And he had the nerve to leave the house for six hours while she's still trying to acclimate not having her sight. And the mom comes in and reams him a new one. And she's like, you know what? Why don't you just stay with me until your next doctor's appointment or whatever? And Connor's like, you know what? I guess it's best... I'll visit, call every day, visit on the weekends, whatever. And so, you know, Emily is frustrated because she's so used to getting it, doing it for herself. And the more frustrated she gets with the fact that she's losing her independence, and I use that in quotations, um... Connor really loses his patience because he he cares more about his job. And yeah, I'm inputting my opinion on here. He cares more about his job than he does Emily. And you can clearly see that the fact that he left her for six hours to go to this meeting. They're at a restaurant. He wants her to go out. And I thought, oh, okay, that's like he he's like, I think you're beautiful. Like, let's go out. You can't sit on this thing forever, blah, blah, blah. So he guides her to the bathroom, but then he takes a call. He's like, you know what? I, I got some time. Leaves the bathroom to take the call. And so she comes out the bathroom needing help to get back. And, you know, when one sight is gone, when one sense is gone, another, the other sense is heightened. So we see from a viewer's perspective that her hearing has been heightened and it's like everything is a blur from an from an auditory perspective because she can't hear Connor's voice. She hears everything else but Connor's voice and it can get kind of overwhelming. It gets overwhelming. And so the server sees Emily trying to get back to the seat by herself because she can't find Connor. And then the server helps her and Emily's just like, you know what, let's just go home. That was the second straw. The third and final straw, this fool going to take a promotion to t in Tokyo and was like, and she's like, I can't go to Tokyo. And he said, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Why are you with me? <laughs> what are we doing? 
why he cares more about his job than his, than like, I just have so many thoughts about that. Let's talk about it. No, this is what this is for. He prioritized his job and his career over what actually fulfills your life, what actually brings your life joy, what actually makes your life full. Having someone to share it with. And to me, that shows that his identity is wrapped up in his job. Because then who would he be if he wasn't doing what it is that he does? Which I don't quite actually know what it is he does. But I feel like that his his job defines him to a point where he prioritizes it over everything else. I think that does speak to whatever you identify with, you're going to prioritize over everything else. Job, family, whatever. That can go for anything. However, in this case, though, and in my opinion, it was a missed priority. Do I think work is important? Sure. We got to pay bills somehow, you know. But this, I was just like, like that? Like that? but in swoops good old Matthew and that man just treats her with so much patience and kindness and loyalty and care and you just want to give him a hug my like he is the antithesis in the best way of who her ex-fiance was and to make a long story longer, he literally, like, it literally was half, halfway in the movie at the hour mark where you just see the shift where Matthew really brings out the best of this situation in Emily. Why wasn't that happening with Connor? Because he prioritized his job more than he did Emily. And he loved Emily less than he loved his job. Whereas with Matthew, you can see how much he loved her, how much he cared for her, because he put what she needed at the forefront. And that goes into why this movie, one of the reasons why this movie is perfect. The storytelling and the pace of this movie, I wanted the, I wanted more. I wanted I wanted you to just wring it dry. Give me a mini series. Give me something else. Uh, enough with the movies. Like, give me series. I want a mini series. Give me a three parter. Give me a three parter. It's okay. I don't need Curious Caterer right now. I don't need Hannah Swenson right now. We already had them. We already had two of them or three of them, whatever. It's okay. Give me two two more of this. Yep. Give me two more of this in the same year. I know we only got five weeks until countdown to Christmas. Give me two or three more. So I didn't even finish. I didn't even tell you the whole movie. That's how beautiful this movie is. So parallel to Emily 
adjusting to this new way of life without her sight. You see Garth, who is our guide dog, trained to become a guide dog. And someone voices his character. And you see the different things that dogs have to go through to become a guide dog. And it was so interesting. Because in seeing the previews, I thought this movie was going to be about the dog and her together already. And then his thoughts and her thoughts. And then them going through this whole thing. Which, listen, that could be the second one. Hello? (laughs) Hello? Take me through life with Emily. Life with Emily. Listen, I just want residuals. That's all I ask. Just cut me 10%. That's all I ask. Guiding Emily, the whatever, life with Emily, whatever. But I thought that that's what this movie was going to be about. So it was so interesting to see it leading up to him becoming her guide dog. And not that, I mean, we don't know what goes on in dogs' heads. Only God, literally, only God knows (laughs) how dogs, you know, their emotions, whatever. But it does beg me to think. Even the way that that the guy was voiced, like the way the lines were written for the dog, part of me believes that like dogs really think that way though. Like on the real, if we can have an honest conversation about this, a serious conversation about this, like dogs are some of the most personable animals. And I really think that they have feelings and thoughts and emotions, you know? So, yeah. Let me look at my notes here because I did write notes. Because there was so much. The storytelling was so rich. It was so rich. And Sarah Drew is the Oscar winner of this year for Best Drama. Oscar winner. The Hallmark Oscar winner Best Drama. I know. I still We got Come Fly With Me coming. I haven't even seen A Lifelong Love. I haven't even seen Bridal Path of the Big Sky River. I haven't even seen The More Love Grows. Um, with the dog I haven't seen those yet but as it stands in my Hallmark heart Sarah Drew is getting the Oscar the Hallmark Oscar for Best Actress and then Antonio Cupo needs to come with a, a warning label that says please be sure that your breastplate of righteousness and your helmet of salvation is secure before engaging in this movie because that I'm going to just leave it there. Just make sure your helmet is secure. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And can we talk about her co-workers? Maddie Finocchio is getting Best Supporting Actor of the Year. He is by far my favorite supporting actor, my favorite work husband, husband my favorite best friend. We've seen him. Um, my The role where he really came alive to me was when he played the work husband, I use that in quotations, of Allison Sweeney in the in Wedding Veil Legacy. That's where I said, oh, this dude is perfection. And then we saw him right after that in uh, Welcome to Mamas. He played this like Brooklyn type of Italian dude, you know. And then he was in Made for Each Other. He played the brother of the leading lady in that movie. 
And now we have him as Drew in this. The guy who kept coming over to visit and he, he, um, just his care and concern in such a nerdy, adorable way. It was so cute. But he was able to enable her phone to do like all voice for her cell phone. And then he brought over a desk and a lab, like he set up her desk and everything. And then he brought over his other coworkers. And just like the the fact that he kept showing that he cared, like, Best supporting actor in a drama goes to Maddie Finocchio. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Y'all, this movie is perfect. I can't even touch the last two ending scenes of them kissing because I need a fire retardant suit to do it. I need, I can't even come within a hundred feet of that. Okay. 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 Well, that's all I got. I've emptied out my Hallmark heart as it pertains to guiding Emily. I am very much looking forward to Come Fly With Me, starring Heather Hemmings and Niall Mater. Um... I have been watching the dramas. I did watch Unexpected Grace earlier this year. Y'all forgot about that, right? Don't be sleeping on Michael Rady on my watch, okay? Michael Rady and Erica Durrance, that movie was perfect. Michael Rady is perfect. He can, and I think at the same time, can't do any wrong. Like, how can he do wrong at this point? Like, he can't do any wrong. He's... I feel like he's not even capable, (laughs) you know, it's not even in his instruction manual to reset because there's nothing to reset. All right, I'm back. Uh, I am planning to watch Big Sky River Bridal Path because that is the most anticipated sequel for me. I thoroughly enjoyed Big Sky River last year. It was my top three Hallmark movies and mystery movies last year because they went heavy on the dramas last year. So when I saw that, I said, oh, we in grown folk territory and I'm here for it. So I definitely want to see how they continue the story with that movie. A Lifelong Love. (laughs) Y'all, I've heard mixed reviews. This was one of the movies that we got during Christmas in July, but it's not a Christmas movie. I'm going to just pause for dramatic effect. Uh, Yeah. But I'm play- I'm going to watch it because I want to. I, yeah, I just got some stuff to catch up on. And The More Love Grows, I heard really good things about that. So I definitely want to watch that as well. Um, and I know we have a bunch of mysteries coming up. We have Tamara's Mystery. Guys, they had the, aud- they had the pocket full of audacity to pair Tamara Mori Housley with Marco Grazzini after he won the Oscar for Best Actor in a Hallmark Channel movie with Hearts in the Game. That's what we're going to do? Really? They not playing with us. They aren't playing. They are taking no prisoners. And I'm here for it. I am all the way here for it. I think that one's called Haunted Harmony. Something like that. Um, And then we got another Hannah Swenson. The Zest of Death or something like that. And then Fatal Vows. With Curious Caterer, that's one where Detective Tom is the main suspect. Um, 
And then Mystery Island, which I'm actually looking forward to. It's giving me like Glass Onion, but Hallmark, you know? And I feel like I'm missing something. But I even forgot we have an Amelia Ulrich movie coming up, you guys. We haven't seen Amelia in a month of Sundays. And that is our dear sister, Brie O'Brien from Chesapeake Shores, a moment of silence. <laughs> okay, I'm back. And I am, she's in another wellness nature type movie because it's called Retreat to You. So, well, I'm not excited about that premise. I am excited to see Amelia again on my screen because I think she is fantastic at any movie that she has, that she tackles, any role that she she's given, she smashes it. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And there's a Venice movie. I mean, Italia, you know, Viva Italia. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then it's Countdown to Christmas. I think they're going to publish the Countdown to Christmas schedule the first day of autumn. Because that's what they did last year. And so I'm thinking history will repeat itself this year. That's my prediction. When do you think they are going to release the Countdown to Christmas schedule? Who? are your most ex- like who are you looking forward to being paired i know there's been leaks like the nile like niagara in this mug there have been leaks like the hoover dam just broke like that's how the leaks have been coming so we know Kevin McGarry and Kim Matula had been paired together. If you don't know who Kim Matula is, she was our leading lady in the Ghosts of Christmas Always, which is by far the most perfect and spectacular Christmas movie that has come from Camp Hallmark. That should be something for the summer. Camp Hallmark. Okay, I'm back. See what happens when I don't talk to you guys for a while. Before I get beside myself, let me just end this here. You are more than welcome. There is a link in the show notes. Please, more than welcome to send me a voice message. It's 60 seconds long, so you don't have that long. But what I will do is play it here on the podcast and then respond to it. And that can be our way of dialoguing. Yeah. And then also you can email me dearhallmark at gmail.com. Again, that's dearhallmark at gmail.com. And I look forward to seeing what you guys think about Guiding Emily, this upcoming Countdown to Christmas season, the rest of Fall in Tala. And I promise I won't leave you guys this long again. I'm so sorry. Your girl's been a busy honeybee. And I'm sorry. But I won't take this long again to give you guys a podcast episode. Thank you for being patient with me. And I'll talk to you in the next episode, my friends. In the meantime, between time, be sure to watch a Hallmark movie you love. Ciao, my friends.